Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff, and welcome to History and Factoids About Today, presented by Cool Media. Today is July 9th. And if that doesn't put you into the party mood, I don't know what will. It's National Rice Pudding Day. <laughs> yep, nothing better than some nice homemade rice pudding. You can even get crazy with it and add your raisins and your nuts. Hell, invite the neighbors over that you gave all your extra zucchini to. You know, the first rice pudding recipe, that was printed back in 1615. Yep, and rice pudding, you know, it's just not for dessert. You can make rice pudding for breakfast. You can make it as a side dish. You know, whatever you do with it, just enjoy National Rice Pudding Day. <laughs> Good luck with that. Hey, let's go do some pop culture. On August 9th, let's go back to 1959. Oh, Mr. Paul Anka was number one on the chart. I'm just a lonely boy. Lonely and blue. I'm all alone. Palenka was a lonely boy. Hey, on the country charts, Stonewall Jackson was number one with Waterloo. Okay, if you were reading books, you were reading The Exodus, and that was by Leon Iris. We went to the movies. It was North by Northwest with Cary Grant and Ava Marie Saint. Okay, on August 9th, though, 1975, the Bee Gees were on the top of the chart. I think the Bee Gees called that jive talking. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. In 1997, Tim McGraw released Just to See You Smile. That ended up becoming Song of Year for 1997. I can't forget the way you looked at me Just to see you smile I'd do anything That you wanted me to All right, that's enough pop culture. Let's see what was going on on July 9th. <clears throat> well, Nagasaki, Japan in 1949, or 1945, I'm sorry. It was uh, 
the largest seaport in southern Japan. It was a largely industrial city. It was key in producing Japan's ordnance, military equipment, their electrical supplies, and their steel. Well, in the early morning hours of August 9th in 1945, a B-29 bomber named Boxcar it took off from Tinian Island with a plutonium bomb Fat Man on it, and it was headed towards the Japanese city of Kokura. The pilot of Boxcar was Major Charles Sweeney, and he got to Kakura. He made three runs over the city, and uh, the bomb bombardier, Captain Kent Brian, yeah, he couldn't get a visual on it. See, they were flying in heavy clouds, and not only that, the Yehada Steelworks, they were intentionally burning coal tar to produce a lot of black smoke. So they never got a visual on the city. So uh, the boxcar was forced to move to its backup target, Nagasaki. And after a while in Nagasaki, a brief window opened up in the clouds, and Behan was finally able to release Fat Man. 47 seconds later, it detonated over Nagasaki. He, although Fat Man was actually more powerful than Little Boy that was dropped over Hiroshima, Nagasaki was hilly, so the hills kind of contained the explosion somewhat, so there wasn't that huge wave of fire that spread through. But still, 40,000 people were killed Interesting, and Japan was able to unconditionally surrender a couple days later. Now check out this cat. His name is... Tsutomu Yamaguchi. Well, on August 6th, 1945, he was in Hiroshima on business. And he was preparing to go home, and he was gathering his stuff to get ready to go. Um, He looked up, and he saw an American bomber, and it had two parachutes come out. Huh, that's weird. Then all of a sudden, he saw a great flash and was just blown over. Well, he ended up rupturing his eardrums. He was temporarily blind. He had serious radiation burns on the left half of his upper part of his body. Well, he was able to make it to an air raid shelter where he spent the night. And uh, the next day, he actually returned to Nagasaki. And uh, when he got back to Nagasaki, um, he received treatments for his wounds. And despite being heavily bandaged, he went back to work on August 9th. And at about 11 o'clock, Yamaguchi, he was explaining to his supervisors how one bomb did all that damage. They were having trouble grasping that, but he said no. And uh, when he was explaining that, that's when Fat Man hit Yep, and it blew off all his bandages, and uh, he didn't receive any new injuries, but he did suffer from high fever and continuous vomiting for over a week. So, yeah, not a good week for Mr. Yamaguchi, huh? Well, Yamaguchi died of stomach cancer in 2009 at the age of 93. You know, I can't figure out if Mr. Yamaguchi is the unluckiest man alive or the luckiest man alive to be in two nuclear explosions. <laughs> I don't know. Well, congratulations. Mr. Yamaguchi. They say that breaking up is hard to do. Now I know, I know that it's true. Don't say that this is the end. Instead of breaking up, I wish that we were making up again. I've... Oh, poor Singapore. In 1965, Singapore became the very first country to get its independence by getting kicked out of its existing country. Yeah, by August 9th, 1965, Malaysia, they had had enough with Singapore, and they expelled it. Yep, Singapore, as of this date, was no longer a member of Malaysia. It was independent, and it was on its own. And did Singapore want independence? No. They know they had difficulties with Malaysia, but they thought they could work things out. At the press conference announcing the split, the Prime Minister of Singapore even broke down and cried. (laughs) So, I guess breaking up is hard to do, isn't it? If you were listening yesterday, we listened to Richard Nixon's uh, announcement that he was going to resign today. 
Well, the day he did turn in his resignation letter, nice, short, and sweet. All it said is, Dear Mr. Secretary, I hereby resign the office of President of the United States. Sincerely, Richard Nixon. And it was sent to the Honorable Henry A. Kissinger, the Secretary of State, Washington, D.C., 20520. And with that, Gerald Ford became the next president. And on August 9th, one of the biggest hockey trades of all time happened. Yep. In 1988, the Edmonton Oilers traded Wayne Gretzky along to the L.A. Kings along with the defenseman Maury McSurley. Um, they got two players in exchange. They got a first-round draft pick and $15 million in damage. Er, <laughs> that's what it was. Edmonton's never been the same since, have they? Um, a lot of people think it was because Wayne Gretzky's wife was an actress and he needed to get to L.A. Maybe he's just tired of the cold up in Canada. He'd accomplished everything by then anyway. But anyway, one of the biggest hockey trades of all time. Hey, do you know that animals that lay eggs, they don't have belly buttons? Well, it makes sense, right? Okay. Hey, do you know that digging a a hole to China, it is possible if you start in Argentina. Hey, let's go do some birthdays. Don't let forest fires be your fault. Make sure your fire is dead out. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Well, guess you know, that was Smokey the Bear's birthdays today. Yep, Smokey Bear, he was born in 1944, an artist with the U.S. Forest Service. He uh, drew a poster. His name was Albert Steele. You know, he posted a poster of a bear pouring a bucket of water on a campfire saying, care will prevent 9 out of 10 forest fires. And just so you know, it's Smokey Bear. It's not Smokey the Bear. Okay. Hey, do you have any friends who own a 10-gallon hat? Well, if you do, you might try this and see if I'm right. I say a 10-gallon hat, it holds less than one gallon of liquid. So you might try it. <laughs> hey, actor Sam Elliott, he turned 70 today. The guy was born, or no, he doesn't. He turned 76. He was born in Sacramento, California in 1944. I think everybody knows Sam Elliott for his mustache and his really deep voice. I can't even do that. I can't get that load. Sam's a stud, though. Uh, just a couple of the movies, just remind you if you don't know who Sam is. He was in The Quick and the Dead, Roadhouse, Tombstone, Gettysburg. In 2018, he was in The Star is Born. Yeah, he's been in lots of movies and lots of commercials. He's got that perfect voice for commercials, that's for sure. Hey, do you know what IKEA actually stands for? It stands for Ingvar Kamprod Elmtiard Agenard. Yep, that's the founder's name, the farmhouse he grew up in, the hometown he grew up. So I'm taking Ikea's founder must be Ingvar Kaprod. His farm must have been Elmtrard. And this town was Agionard. So next time you go to Ikea, you know what it stands for now. Hey, any uh, married with children friends out there? Yeah, the sitcom. Amanda Bierce turned 61 today. She was born in Winter Park, Florida in 58. If you don't know who Amanda Bierce is, she played Marcy Darcy. Yep, kind of the nemesis on there. Late, late, great Whitney Houston was born in 1963 in Beverly Hills, California. Yeah, the Guinness Book of World Records has her listed as the female artist of all time with the most awards. So basically she won every award and every award show you can possibly think of. 
woman could sing, though, that's for sure. As you know, she, most of you know, she was the daughter of the singer Sissy Houston, and uh, her cousins were Dion and Dee Dee Warwick. And in Whitney's lifetime, she sold over 200 million records. Mm-hmm. Do you remember she's in a couple movies? Yeah, she's in The Bodyguard and Waiting to Exhale. Um, she was married with Bobby Brown from 1992 to 2007. If I would have bet on that, I would have lost money. I would have never picked the over on that one. Who thought that would have lasted so long? But probably loved each other at some point. Unfortunately, we lost Whitney in 2012 at the age of 48. One of the best hockey players of all time, Hall of Famer Brett Hull, was born in 1964 in Belleville, Canada. Yep, a 56-year-old. He played for the Calgary Flames, St. Louis Blues, Dallas Stars, Detroit Red Wings. His goal, he scored 741 goals in his career. That's fifth most of all time. He actually won two Stanley Cups. And after Brett retired, he is now the executive vice president of hockey operations for the St. Louis Blues. So he's having success there too because St. Louis just won the last Stanley Cup last year. So I hope Joe Sackick with the Colorado Avalanche is following Brett Holt and seeing what he's doing. Okay, let's get serious for a minute here. Hey, the average human farts 14 times a day. Yep, so if you fart 14 times a day, that means you fart 5,050 times in a year. <laughs> All right, Deion Sanders, what kind of lead-in was that for you, huh? Mr. Primetime, that was a good lead-in for Deion Sanders. He was born in 1967 in Fort Myers, Florida, a 53-year-old. I think he's probably the best cornerback uh, in the history of football. He played for the Falcons, 49ers, and Cowboys. He's an All-American out of Florida State, fifth overall pick by the Falcons. He did win two Super Bowls, one with the 49ers and one with the Cowboys. And he wasn't near as good as Bo Jackson, but he did play nine seasons of professional baseball, which kind of surprised me. I didn't think he played that long. And he actually went to the World Series with the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. He's the only person, player, whatever, who played in both the Super Bowl and the World Series. So, yeah, like that. If you like Dion, you can catch him every Sunday in, in the fall. Yep, he's one of the top football analysts. Okay, so what we let in with that, Deanne, we're going to follow with, hey, you know wombats? They're the only animal that poops in cubes. Surround Deanne primetime with some really good factoids. Hey, any X-File fans out there? Yeah, we just had Mulder the other day. Now we got Scully. Gillian Anderson was born in 1968 in Chicago, Illinois. 52-year-old actress. Um, other than X-Files, <clears throat> Gillian hadn't done much, so, but she did do a good job on the X-Files, right? Hey, how many of you use a loofah? Did you know your loofah is actually a vegetable? It is. All right. That, you know, we talked about Singapore earlier. And since we talked about Singapore, it might have uh, kind of gotten some of your curiosity up that you might want to go there and see how they're doing now that they're no longer with Malaysia. So I'm going to give you a heads up on some of the uh, laws over there. They're pretty strict. Like walking around your house naked, that's illegal. Chewing gum, that's illegal. Smoking, it's illegal. Drinking after 10.30 p.m., that's illegal. Making noise after 10.30 p.m., that's illegal. Feeding pigeons, that's illegal. But this next one, I think Singapore is dead on right. See, Singapore, they have officials who conduct random checks of the public toilets to make sure people flush after they go. If you don't flush the toilet, it's a $500 fine. (laughs) Way to go, Singapore. Hey, let's end with that one. Um, If you like us, like us, follow us, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And come see us on coolmedia.com. That's cool with three O's. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let's end today with Napoleon Bonaparte. Courage isn't having the strength 
to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. And you all have yourselves a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.